far too many people have no idea how much business they're losing, money on the table, the people they're here to serve, walking away, seeking someone else, all because of microscopic sounds that are not serving them. I want you to stop losing business. I want you to stop losing people. I want you to stop losing success. It's time to go to the next level. Voice is center stage. And we have to eradicate the sounds that are costing you, the negative sounds that are not working for you. That's what I'm talking about today. I think you're gonna like this episode and I don't want you to miss a minute. Welcome to Captivate the Room with your host, internationally known voice expert, Tracy Goodwin, an award-winning speaker who has taught hundreds around the globe to make a big impact with their voice. This podcast is for anyone who wants to step onto a bigger stage, make a bigger impact, and have a voice that makes people listen. Presentation matters, and the voice is the missing link. Join in and you'll see why. Welcome to the show. I've got a great episode for you today, and I'm so glad to have you with me, as always. Now, it may sound, when I tell you what I'm going to talk about today, like a negative, like I'm being negative. And I don't want it to be perceived that way. The topic that I'm going to talk about today is you are losing money, you are leaving people behind. I have talked about this here and there over my last few episodes, but I decided to dedicate an entire episode to what I see happening as far as people's tone of voice and what is coming out in their tone and how it is hurting them. Now, I've done plenty of episodes on tone of voice. In fact, those are oftentimes my tone of voice videos, my tone of voice podcast episodes. I've done a couple of them. They are some of the most watched and downloaded of everything I talk about. But I really want to put it in the perspective of what we are perceiving, receiving, and really the why behind what you're doing. There's a lot of things around this that I think that people oftentimes think it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal if you hear my frustration. It's not a big deal if you hear my anger. It's not a big deal if you hear X, Y, Z, whatever sounds they are. And it really, really is. And, you know, I always talk about this. I pick my episodes based on what I see happening in front of me around the time I need to record. I'm not one of those batchers. I wish I was. And I know that my team wishes I was, but I'm not. And it's because I really observe what is happening with my clients, with my prospective clients, what people are talking about in the world. And then I sit down and record some episodes because I want it to be pertinent. I want it to be applicable to what I see happening in the moment. And I have repeatedly seen this happening in my own life over the last few weeks. And I hear it from my students and former students almost daily that they cannot, will not 
buy something from someone because of their voice. And I don't remember if I've told this story or not, but recently there have been several thousand dollars that I had planned to spend that I didn't. And I didn't because of tone of voice. And my reception of what was happening in the person's voice. And I really want to break this down. And I'm going to give you a bunch of examples. I'm going to talk to specific examples throughout a lot of this episode. But the bottom line is there are sounds that you may be aware of, you may not be aware of that are coming out in your voice and they are costing you money and they are costing you leaving people behind. Why? Because people can't listen to you. People can't listen to a voice choice. People can't listen to a certain feeling or tone. And it's all subjective. It's going to be different for everybody. But here's some examples that I want to share with you. I think I talked about this. I may have talked about this one in a video on Instagram stories, which I hope you're following me on Instagram, Captivate the Room. But I went to a, an outdoor uh, market. What are they? Uh, farmer's market. And there was something that I, I saw that I really thought about buying. And I think this item was about three or $400. And I, was, I started asking questions about this item. And the man that was, it was his, it was his booth. He took a tone with me that was 100% no time for idiocracy. Now, you know, I can identify these tones. You may be able to identify them at times. Other times it's just your subconscious identifying these tones. And those, those sounds come into your subconscious and your subconscious goes, mm, I don't know. I don't know about that. And you walk away. Well, I can identify these tones, these sounds, these microscopic bits. And the man that I was talking to, he already knew the work that I did. We had already been engaged in a conversation. And then I started asking him questions about this one specific item that I really was considering buying. And he, he answered my question and it reeked of no time for idiocracy. And I actually called him on it. And I said, let me ask you this. And of course I was really nice and we'd already had a conversation about the work that I do. And I said, do you have little patience for idiocracy? And he said, yeah, yeah, really. You know, it's because I care so much about my work and it's because I, I have to lean into my feminine side and I, I really have to do this and this and this. And it wasn't working. And I may have said that. I may not have. I don't remember. But he knew it. And he made justifications around and accommodations around why it was okay. And it's not okay because in my mind, and maybe you can relate to something like this. In my mind, I thought, well, you know. I need to ask some questions before I make this investment. And 
My questions apparently are stupid. So I'm not going to ask them. I'm not going to buy. Now you may think, oh my gosh, that's dramatic, Tracy. You're being dramatic. But it's just an example of what I hear from people on a daily basis. So in this man's mind, that was a part of who he was. Okay, I give him credit for that. However, was it working for him? And the answer is no. And what he had put in place to compensate for that sound wasn't working either because it was in the muscle memory. It was in his passion. But if I had not had a conversation with him about that, I would not have known. So there were sounds that he was putting out, justifying those sounds. Those sounds weren't working for him. They were actually coming from a good place, but that wasn't coming through. And that's the point of this. You may know, you may not know. What you may be doing to compensate may not be working. But people may not be having a conversation with you about it like I had a conversation with him. Ultimately, I walked away and I did not buy the item. Then I had another instance where I was looking to spend a pretty good chunk of money on the business. And the woman's voice was very accusatory, very dismissive, very stunned almost when I started talking to her about being on a waiting list and things around my business was very dismissive. Now, I don't think, and I didn't have a conversation with her about this. I don't think she intended that. So how many people will hear that dismissiveness, whether it's intended or not, and process that through and still buy or not? And I want to tell you something, the data that I'm seeing right now, and I'm going to talk about it in another episode, there are a million of you, not of you, but a million people doing what you do. What sets you apart is your uniqueness. We have to play all the shades of you. Now, what was behind the woman's dismissiveness? Well, I don't know. It could be her own insecurity. It could be her own fear that I might not buy. It could be her own perception of who I was based on information I gave her. I don't know. I didn't investigate that. I just made a decision that I could not be spoken to that way for two months for that amount of money. And guess what? There were 40 other people waiting in the wings for me to interview about taking this work for me. And guess what I did? I went with somebody else who made me feel different. And I hear this daily from people. My former students, they message me all the time. Do you know so-and-so's work? Yeah or no. Well, I really like their stuff, but I can't hire them. I can't listen to the sound of their voice or they speak too fast or they speak too loud. I was at a conference a couple of years back and there were a couple of speakers there, very well known. And one of the women, it was a woman, she spoke 
And as soon as she finished, I felt like a slab of meat in a shark tank. Everybody swarmed me. And they said, what did you hear? What did you hear? What did you hear? And what I heard was very negative. It was very dismissive. It was very shaming. It was very, it was all these things. And we had a conversation about it. And everybody heard the same thing. And everybody said, gosh, I would love to do her program, but I cannot risk being spoken to that way. Now, where's that coming from? Is it coming from insecurity? Usually. Is it coming from being egotistical? Possibly. Is it coming from superiority, feeling superior or being in a bad mood or having a bad day? It could be coming from anything. But the point of it was, it wasn't a good choice because it cost business and it cost leaving people behind that could have benefited from this woman's service. I may have hired her, but after she fired off a shaming tone at someone who asked a question, not a chance, not a chance. And it happens all the time. It happens every day. It happens every day for me. It happens constantly for my students who hear things totally different after they work with me because now they can consciously dissect sounds in a different way. Somebody asked me the other day, they said, Tracy, do you always know when people are lying to you? And I said, yeah, I do. In fact, I just recently had hired someone. And in the first 10 minutes of our work together, she lied to me and it was crystal clear. Well, that ain't going to work. So there's this repellent that could be coming out. It could be coming from one of the five elements of vocal variety, meaning you're fast all the time and I can't listen to fast. You're staying on a note. You're staying on loud. You're staying on talking at you're staying on the same note and it is a repellent to me. I cannot listen to it. I cannot invest thousands. And that is the way you're going to talk to me. And you would be stunned how many people feel exactly like what I'm talking about. You can be successful. You can be great. But what's coming out in your voice could be costing you even more greatness, even more people that you are here to help. And it could be, like I said, this aversion to one specific sound and you're staying on that note. It could be emotion, negative, raw negative emotion. The subconscious won't process. The subconscious literally shuts down. So if you start talking down to me, if you start talking, if your no time for idiocracy comes out at me and that is a button for me, it's done. So we have to find a way to take these bits of us that might be negative. They really are a kryptonite in many ways and make them work for us or eradicate them. Everybody's allowed to have a bad day. I'm not in any way saying you can't ever have a bad day and everything has to be wonderful all the time. No, I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying 
the sounds that are around your voice stories that you have not unearthed and eradicated and the habits that they left behind, they are insecurities. They are weak. They are weaknesses that you are using to protect yourself and it's costing you. Now, you may be perfectly fine with that. You may be happy with the business that you have. You may be happy with tongue lashing people. You may be happy with shaming people. You may be fine with saying everything fast or loud and not really care what I have to say or think about it, but you're leaving people behind. So I want you to get okay with that too, because back to that million, let's say you're a life coach. I am looking for specific sounds. I am looking for specific sounds based on my stories. I am looking for a certain kind of person to help me. If you play one note and that's not the note I'm looking for, I keep looking. Or if you play an aversive tone, I am definitely going to keep looking. For me, my voice aversion is loud. If you are loud at me the whole time, I cannot, I'm out. There are a million tones I won't tolerate. I won't tolerate condescension or arrogance or dismissal or indifference or all of that is coming. And I know that all of that is coming from the insecurities of the person coming from their stories, but that is not what I'm looking for. It's just like this website thing. That person took a negative tone with me. I didn't want to feel that way for months on end. I found somebody else that's going to create the experience that I want, that is going to make me feel the way that I want. Open, honest communication, trustworthy, not feeling stupid about not understanding this stuff. That's what I'm looking for. Now, the other person 100% could have been that person, but that is not what was reflected in her tone. Her tone was, well, you're kind of a joke. Mm. It was a lot of this. Mm. Well, do you have all the things? Assuming at least that was the tone. Now, that may not have been happening internally, but... The assumption was put on the table vocally that I didn't have it together. Okay, that was the wrong assumption. That was the wrong tone. And all of this is this coming from our own insecurities, our own stories, our own driver. And 99% of the time, you don't realize it's coming out. I bet if I went back to that woman, she might be, maybe, stunned if I said, this is why I didn't hire you because this is what I picked up in your voice. And that is not how I want to feel. That is not the experience I want to have. So it becomes a repellent if we're not inviting people in. It becomes a repellent if we're putting up the masks to keep people out because of our own insecurities. It is our arrogance and egoism is blocking the people that we're here to help and serve, the next level of our own success, not letting people in, people want in. 
and all of that is happening in your voice. It is all in your voice. What are your insecurities? What are your stories, your voice stories? What is your core driver? What is your agenda, your motive, your assumption, your expectation, your voice habit or habits that you keep dumping on people and you know it's not working or even worse, you don't know. You don't know it's not working. Is your business where you want it to be? Are your relationships where you want them to be? Are you in your career where you want to be? Or are they perceiving something that is coming from something inside of you that has put a sound in your voice? I don't want you to lose more business. I don't want you to leave behind the people that are here to work with you. I want you to be at the next level of success. So I want you to think about what am I dumping out on people? And is it working for me or is it not? And I want to tell you, it's not. The answer is it's not. But I want you to reflect on it. And I want you to think about how that's going to serve you going into 2022. Because I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to talk about this in a whole nother episode, the game has changed in a big way. And voice and how you let people in and how you show up and who you show people you are is center stage. Like I have never seen it before. All right, I want you to think about that. I want you to think about what are we receiving that isn't working for you? And that's it for today. I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. And I look forward to seeing you next time as we continue to step into the best version of who you really are. Your real voice is being called out now. Thanks for listening to Captivate the Room with Tracy Goodwin. You can reach out to her at CaptivateTheRoom.com and be sure to grab The Voice Formula, a free video series that will help you start making a bigger impact with your voice today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes.